Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. Daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 152, and I'm your host, Anne Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says your past does not define you. It gives you definition. I want to say that again. Someone needs to hear this today. Your past, it doesn't define you. It gives you definition. And what you do with that, well, that is up to you. Joining me on today's show is Valencia Griffin-Wallace. Valencia is determined and is dedicated to putting the power back in women's empowerment. And she is an international speaker and an author of several books. Now, as the founder of Define You, Valencia has worked with and mentored many young adults and women to challenge the status quo and create strategies to find success personally and professionally. And she uses her Define You platform to educate, empower, and inspire audiences with life lessons, including action steps. Now, on today's show, Valencia is going to share your past is key to the vision that God has for your life. And many people get confused when looking for their purpose. She's going to talk about the power of no and how to use it. Many people don't know how to say no, which often keeps them from accomplishing their vision. And she's also going to talk about stop apologizing for how God made you by accepting who you are. Welcome to the show, Valencia. Yay, I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You are so very welcome. Me too. There are so much golden nuggets, I'm sure, and insights in uh, what you're going to share today. And I think so many people, unfortunately, even Christians, get stuck in uh, not recognizing the full potential that God has destined for them because of their past, because of what's happened for them. I want to give you an opportunity before we dive into that. How did you come to uh, found Define You? Was it something that you felt called to or did you always have an idea that this is what you wanted to do? Well, it's a crazy story. I think when you are, um, you're called or chosen, however you want to say it, to do a certain thing, if you are like me, mm-hmm. you run from it, you know, because <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, God, I don't want to start speaking. I don't like I'm I like, no. Yeah. But it was so intense. You know, if um, the only thing I could compare it to is like when you're pregnant and when that baby is ready to come, there's nothing you could say, no, stop whatever, but that baby is coming and then your job is to take care of it. So Define You was about taking all the the work, Mm -hmm. um, 
that I did over the years in defining who I am because mm -hmm. I'm like way different than anyone that I know and that's what I want to encourage you know women and children to do is your your path is different so you have to define you whatever that means to you whether it's a stay-at-home mom or a CEO or whatever it is you have to define you for you and it and that's kind of always been my bold stance I'm Valencia hear me roar and it's something about the um everything I went through I kind of took for granted right because yeah. I'm thinking it's, it's just how life is but I didn't know it was strengthening me to help me define me because mm -hmm. a lot of you know women don't have that strength I looked at just like you know this is me every day mm -hmm. a lot of women didn't have that and so it's about that's how define you came about like it's it's simple like you define you i don't care what society says your mm -hmm. parents your dna whatever you define you whatever that means to you yes yes and i love the way in the introduction we said you know you mentor and work with young adults and women to challenge the status quo and to create strategies to find success professionally and personally isn't it interesting how we can often let ourselves or allow ourselves to be defined by what others say about us or what they don't say mm -hmm. about us or what the world says about us and as we know we're none of those things it's God who God has created us to be mm -hmm. and um, you know he knitted us together in our mother's womb so let's talk about your past is the key to the vision God has mm -hmm. for your life and many people yes get confused when looking for their purpose share more about this well, I think we're always looking for our purpose and some, like they say, you can't see the uh, trees for the forest or something like that. Um, my passion is writing and it's something I started doing as a little girl. Like I actually have a poem I wrote when I was eight years old, um, but it never occurred to me that this is like, this is the key, Valencia. This is how you define you. This is how you change the world. You know, like it, it just never made sense because the world says, you know, when I was that age, you know, you can't make money writing. So I put that aside and let the world and other people define me, you know, and we do that a lot. People don't understand that, um, you know, when you start cooking as a little girl and you love it, it makes you happy. And people will tell you, you know, oh, that's nothing or you can't make money doing that. And you you lose that. And if the thing you enjoy doing is not what you're supposed to do, why are you here? And we for it's we forget that part and speaking. Well, you know, I naturally was a talker. <laughs> And I, when I found my voice, because I have a very uh, funny accent, depending on who I'm talking to, you know, I lived kind of everywhere. So I once I found my voice and embraced my little weird voice, my loud, boisterous voice, um, I knew I was supposed to use it. You know, like it's something I do naturally. Yes. And I naturally could look at people and talk to them and I know something's going on and people always nobody that knew me is surprised at what I do 
yeah. with the speaking and writing. Probably think, I because, knew you were going to do that or <laughs> you were destined to do that. <laughs> because I always gave real advice, but I'm a problem solver by nature. Mm. So when my friends would say, hey, this is going on, I would say, look, do you want me to listen? You want me to, or you want me to help you figure it out? Because sometimes people just want you to listen. Mm. Um, and so when they said, okay, I, I want you to listen, then help me figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I could always tell because we need to get to the root of it, you know, the root of any problem, mm. you know. So, for instance, an unhappiness, unhappiness in life right now and uh, low self-esteem and those things may go back to your childhood when someone told you your gifts weren't valuable mm -hmm. and now it's affecting you at 30, 40, 50. So, um, yeah, so everything just kind of came full circle. Yeah, so and, important. And, yeah, so important to uh, to recognize. You know, some of us may not have had someone that has, has said something to us as a very young child and may not be able to recall that. But I think from what I'm hearing from you is that even though someone might have spoken over your life at that young age, there may still be this pull towards for you writing. I'm sure that you just love to write and to spend time where you're able to, your thoughts flowing. So someone may be sitting here listening or, or watching and thinking, you know what, I really feel this is something that I love. It's quite a passion. But for some reason, I'm, you know, there's something that's stopping me from, from doing that. And as you say, it may be because someone at one time has um, shared, uh, unfortunately, a comment that um, is holding you back. I, I remember, and I still will often recall my auntie saying this, I would have been no, no um, older than three, and I mm -hmm. visited Holland, and I remember her saying to me, it was my aunt, my tantari, they call her, she's Dutch, and uh, she said, you're going to be a writer one day, Emily. And I, even I still, no, at three, I can still, uh, and I do enjoy writing, uh, you know, and journaling and everything, but that even at that young age, that can make such an impact. That was a positive impact, of course. Had she said, oh, you can't write, you can't write very well, I'm sure that would uh, certainly have impacted me too. So talk about the power of no, because I'm sure you hear a lot of women, we struggle with saying no, don't we? And how to use it. I tell people, and this is a true story, because I have my baby book to prove it. My first word was not mama, daddy. My first word was no. Really? That was literally my first word. And I hold on to that so, so dear and so close. Because see, if I say no to you or, or whatever it is, I could say yes to me. And as women, we want to be compliant. We want to be loved. We want everybody to, to like us and appreciate us and uh, pat us on our back. But at the end of the day, just like with, with children, respect lasts. So you're going to respect me better if I say, no, I'm not going to do that or versus me doing it and not doing it right mm. or doing it and I have a nasty attitude with you or something of that. I think a lot of friendships would still be around if people just say, say no, like, no, like, no, I'm not going to cook today um, because everybody is in the house and my house is grown. 
they hear no a lot in my house. <laughs> um, you know, no, I'm not interested in going to that event. No, I'm not going to um, do this. You know, and it takes a while. Like in in my private group on Facebook, I tell them they should be using the word no at least once a day. Mm. If you're not using the word no once a day, look at how you feel at the end of the day because mm. yeah. you've compromised something you wanted. Mm-hmm. And then um, a lot of times people don't realize and they'll say, well, I don't have time to work on my business or I don't have time to, to exercise or I don't have time for this, this and this. Well, how much time could you save if you say no? Mm-hmm. People think I'm so productive, like, you know, because I have different businesses and pets and everything else. Like, well, let's see how you get so much stuff done. I prioritize and prioritize and starts with telling other people no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so, so true. And I think something else that we often do is we then feel that we have to justify that no. And it sounds to me like you would be that a person that would just confidently go, no, you know, and whereas we would go because of this and this and this and this. And it's kind of like let your no be no and your yes be yes, yes? Right. I, I agree 100%. See, when you say no and give a reason, it takes away from your no it's like watering down um you know like soda or something like that you're adding water to it so you still said it but it's not as um you know not as firm you know and sometimes you do need to be firm because if you're not they're going to come back and ask you again Mm -hmm. and i tell people all the time sometimes people will ask you stuff because they've asked everybody else Mm -hmm. They know that you're going to stop doing whatever you're doing and you're going to do it. So you put your goals off another five years because you can't say no. You know, no is effective in parenting, Mm -hmm. in relationships, in your personal and professional life. You should be saying no because everything is not for you or for you to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so true. I remember having a conversation with someone um a, a while ago it was quite some time ago and she would often drop everything she was doing for one or another family member who had inadvertently done something and were in trouble again and they always knew that they could call on her which was a good thing but it was also a bad thing because as mm-hmm. you say if you continue to put out the fires you're not actually empowering them to take charge of yourself you, you in, in right. some instances you can actually enable um people so if someone is struggling with the ability to say no what are one or two things like get over yourself get over ourselves is probably a really good thing to 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 realize but what are some things because a lot of people struggle with this i would say the first thing that they could do is right now as they're listening just scream out no Mm. as loud as they can i don't care where they are just scream just and just in in embrace that feeling internalize that feeling of how powerful that feels to say that you know i'm a very action oriented person so i say say no right now just for no reason and the next thing i would say is this make it a point write it on the write it on a postcard or or something of that nature and you have to use this one no every day mm. and at least say no once a day and then it becomes a habit Mm -hmm. and it's empowering 
Yes. And it's not about being um, selfish. It's about prioritizing. And a lot of women, you know, we don't, we don't say no and our health is affected. You know, a doctor friend of mine, I think it um, said like one in three women die of heart disease. I think that's the uh, statistic here in America. How many lives could have been saved had this woman said no and took care of herself? So it's not just, you know, to make a million dollar, billion dollar business. It's not just, you know, for whatever. No is, is a healthy word. Mm-hmm. No is, is for your health. No may save your life. Because mm-hmm. women sure. don't take time for themselves. Mm-hmm. And something I'm sure when you see around um, young adults, often what can happen, and this may happen with not so young adults too, is the community that we hang around with may try and encourage us to do something or participate in an activity that we really don't feel comfortable with or in, in for most of us who, who are watching and listening, I'm assuming we are all Christians, um, that really challenge our faith, you know, and that against mm-hmm. the core values. And in that instance, we have to just go firmly, no, and you know, if there is feedback from them that is negative, is just to to allow it just to n- not really encroach on us, and because mm-hmm. it's important, isn't it, to be able to say no firmly and with confidence, and know that that is the decision, and that's it, final. I definitely agree. There is um, the first step is is the power of no. The second thing to learn is the power of no response. Mm-hmm. So when you when you say no, and they do come back with feedback, but it'll only take you five minutes, or you know how to do this better than me, or you know that's so selfish of you, you don't respond. Because mm-hmm. if you respond, you're justifying your no, so yeah. you might as well have said yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. we need to we need to learn that not only, um, you know in our personal and you know in our professional life or whatever but even when it comes to raising children Mm, so true you know i have a uh 21 year old son he he works he's in the military and he goes to college Mm. he could tell anybody how many knows he's still here no (laughs) today you know but that was a balance for him because he understood firmly that mom meant business yeah And that helped him make wise decisions when it came to life and his friends. He knew what he wasn't going to do and he would say no. Mm, That's so good. Mom, can you iron my shirt? I'm just thinking (laughs) of my son. All right, because I'm no good at it. But imagine, well, here's a first time to start. (laughs) So, so true in all areas of our life and especially in in business. I love uh, that you also are sharing this because it's so true. Stop apologizing for how God made us. Just accept mm. who we are. Speak into this because this is going to be insightful for so many. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you um, how I became the Valencia you see today. Mm. Uh, speaking and writing books and doing everything else. I grew up and my mom was a drug addict. Mm. And so by default... By society standards, I already had all these statistics on me with how I was going to uh, grow up and how I was going to be and everything else. And I chose different. Mm. So 
you know, I joined the gang when I was in sixth grade. I was a young mom. So like every excuse a woman would have to, you know, not do whatever. <clears throat> I'm sorry, excuse me. You know, I, I could pretty much do a checklist. Mm. So, um, I apologize. Um, so the the strength and the boldness that people see in me, people used to tell me that, you know, you're intimidating, you know, and you need to soften your voice a little bit, or maybe you shouldn't do this and do that, or better yet, who do you think you are to, to do what you do? You know, we've all heard that. And um, I pretty much just was like, um, God made me like this. Mm -hmm. You know, I stopped questioning God why I didn't have like a soft, dainty voice and why, um, you know, like why this, why this? And then, you know, I realized he made me bold as a lion for a reason. And so when I go uh, speak and, and I'm all, you know, ladylike, very much the Southern Belle, you know, I'm here in Louisiana, and then I tell tell women or, or men or whoever's listening my story, it empowers them. Hey, I don't have any excuses, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I tell people, you stop apologizing for that. Stop apologizing for wanting to do exactly what you're here to do. So you know, um, my mom was killed when I was 17. So when I tell you that checklist of uh, excuses of why this and why that, and uh, it's it's so crazy how life comes full circle. This over this summer, I don't know if y'all have a Dare the Dare program there. Um, it's like a drug drug abuse resistance education that they oh, teach kids in school. Yes, it's like it's been around like since I was a kid. I took the took the class. Yep. Well, I'm speaking at their conference over the summer. Wow. So when you talk about that's when you talk about walking in your purpose and stop apologizing mm. for that you know um because people ask you well how did you do this how do you do i'm true to me i don't mm. apologize so and they've seen the videos they know how i speak they know you know everything else and so there i go yeah and i'm not apologizing for that and if women and men are true to who they are mm. you know yeah. I stopped apologizing for being a, a young mom. I had my son, I was 20 for like a month. Mm -hmm. And here he is. I was not a wife. I wasn't wife material. I was barely mother material. Mm -hmm. But I stopped apologizing for being a young unwed mother and, and gave birth to something that sets example examples for a 21-year-old. Mm -hmm. He has so much in him like he just he doesn't know mm. yet you know mm, so and so and i tell him you don't you don't apologize because you know you got a loud mom you know <laughs> or or you know who you are yeah so true and that's how that's how you get there yeah so often and many of us will go through life wanting to be different wanting to how do i stand out and mm -hmm. I can just imagine God saying, well, you know what? In your case, Valencia, I've given you this voice. 
that when you walk into a room and you speak, there is no shadow of a doubt who that voice belongs to, you know, and that attitude. And I think every single one of us, and I love that you've said, you know, our past will create in us and build in us character and strength that we can then go and impart and share with other people who are going through the same seasons that we have lived through and, you know, can share insights with them to support them. And, you know, if we're apologising for any of our characteristics or our strengths or we're not giving ourselves permission to step forward and just become who God has created us to become, then, um, yeah, and there's nothing worse than trying to be someone that you are not. It's exhausting, isn't it? Because imagine if you tried to tone down your voice and speak softer, by the end of that speaking presentation, I'm sure you just feel like exhausted. Your energy is drained. Do you find that to be true too? I, re I remember um, because I have a, a radio show. Yeah. And I remember when I first started listening to other people and how they talked. And so for like one show, I said, okay, I'm going to change it up and I'm going to try to do it a different way. It wasn't mm. my way, it was somebody else's way. Mm. And my husband was listening to the show. And he was like, he just came in, came in the room afterwards and he was like, and I said, I know, I know. He just shook his head at me and I was like, I know, like I hated that show. I think I went back and deleted it or something. Yeah. So we all try to fit somebody else's shoes because mm. we think, you know, those shoes may be more comfortable or easier to walk in or these shoes are tried and true mm. but what we forget is new shoes are made every day mm -hmm. yeah. you may be that new that new shoe you know mm -hmm. and you have to embrace it no matter how difficult it it is and there's something unique you know if god wanted us all to be alike we would all look alike, talk alike, be in the same space, everything else. And people don't think about that. Yeah, true. People don't think about that. No, no. You know? And I think um, it, that all really aligns so greatly with um, what you've spoken about. Because sometimes we're ashamed of our past, yet there's lessons in everything um, and, and how we... Um, use that to move forward to empower others there's no shame as we know Jesus you know when we ask for forgiveness it is gone so stop carrying that guilt and shame around mm -hmm. with you and it can become the story that sets someone else free because you've shared that that story of hope and possibility that wow if he or she has gone through that and can get through and now is doing this maybe it's possible for me. And so by not stepping forward, someone's listening or watching today, by not stepping forward and just embracing who you are, that means someone or lots of someones who are mm -hmm. struggling, they're going to continue to struggle when you've got that message that um, will seed hope and possibility. Uh, Valencia, how can people find out more about Define You? What's the best way for them to connect with you? Um, I would say the easiest way probably would be go to my website, ValenciaGWallace.com. Mm -hmm. um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, all social media at Valencia G. Wallace. Or really, if you like type in hashtag define you, it's going to lead you mm -hmm. to me in yeah. some way. Fantastic. In, in some way, yeah. definitely. Right. And of course, we'll put all of those links uh, to connect with Valencia on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com. 
forward slash TCE152. Lindsay, one of the things that I'm doing for all of my guests, and I'll be honoured to do that for you, is to close the show with a word of prayer. May I do that for you today as well? Yes, Lena. Fantastic. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Valencia today and just be reminded of how important it is for us to um, stop apologizing for who you have created us to be and some of the unique characteristics and qualities or the sound of our voice. Father, that was with purpose and intention um, created in us so that we could share that with the world and take our message and really impact the lives of many. Father, we just want to uphold Valencia and the work that she's doing through Define You, where you continue to breast the programs, um, the young adults and the women that she is working. Father, we just ask for your continued blessing uh, and favour uh, on her work. We ask this in the, the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show and being a role model for how important it is to uh, to be able to say no so that we can protect you know our little space and what we're creating as well as just recognizing that every one of us has been uniquely created and uh, once we embrace that then we can certainly accept who we are in in through Christ and go out and continue to share the message whatever that might be uh, in the world so thank you for, for being that role model for us well thank you so much for for having me and uh, you know if people don't get anything else I hope they get that your past doesn't define you it, it literally gives you definition because a lot of times we forget that before Goliath there was a whole lion and a bear mm. so your past is for you to learn from so true thank you Thank you. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com, changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. That's BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>